Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it, all that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Here at Threads of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth. By having conversation with people, who have walked through their journey of personal growth. We believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it, all that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus, I am your host. Here at Threads of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth. By having conversation with people, who have walked through their journey of personal growth. We believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment. We have a wonderful person today. We were laughing because I was telling her the backstory as to some of the things that were uh, brought us to this moment. I want to let her introduce herself to us, and we are honored to have her here to spend time to allow us to get to know her in a in when in her vulnerable state. And we will see who she is today, what she created, and then we're going to go back and get the journey. So welcome to Threads of Enlightenment. Thank you, Ken. And it's such an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. You're just such a wonderful human being. Thank you. I love what you're putting in the world. And you guys lucky to be in Ken's family. Thank you for welcoming me in, too. Thank you for coming. So I am Kathy Murphy. I am the founder and creator of The Rising Tide, Mm -hmm. where I help high-achieving professional women, which is really every human being, Mm -hmm. who feel like life is spinning out of control. Mm -hmm. You guys feel that right now in the world? (laughs) To get to a new level of really powerful presence so that we can regain control. And you'll find out what that is later. Mm -hmm. It's not what it seems, but we regain that sense of control. We stop the spin Mm -hmm. that we see outside of us, that we feel in our head, and we actually get it all done, finding joy, peace, and fun Mm -hmm. on the way. Yeah. Awesome. So So. I I love how you placed that and how you presented that, the task and the position that you're in today and the responsibility and the service that you're offering to uh, women. Uh, Now, I want to go back and ask you a wonderful question, and we talked about it briefly. I believe that life gives us little crumbs, and the crumbs are there to bring us into a space of awareness and uh, when we do not become aware, something usually happens traumatic. In some cases, some cases it doesn't. But when that trauma hits, then we begin to question things as to why am I here? What is my purpose? What, those big questions and why is this happening and all of those things. I want you to go back now and tell us 
when you're, as I mentioned earlier, the shaking of your tree took place that started you on the process of self-development? Okay. The shaking, actually, my biggest shaking occurrence in life Mm -hmm. occurred on October 7th, 2012, Mm -hmm. when I found myself surrounded by armed men. Wow. Telling me to put my hands in the air, not move, took me to where I lived, Mm -hmm. put me inside a tiny 600 square foot condo and said, do not leave or we will do more to you. Hmm. My life as I knew it was over. I was devastated. We all have those times and I had had them in the nine years previous to that. Mm -hmm. I had been through Lyme disease, Mm -hmm. cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, Mm -hmm. the end of a long marriage taking care of and losing both my parents. Mm -hmm. And then this, I was removed from my job. Mm -hmm. The people who removed me, I knew I had worked with. I had been in that career for 34 years working for a state agency. I was operating a large portion of the Southern California deserts recreation. Mm -hmm. And while I knew that I would be removed, I never dreamed it would happen like that. I had been playing pretty high-level politics for the previous nine years where all of those little crumbs that, you know how you get crumbs that you go, I really don't want to eat that crumb. Mm -hmm. Like, that is not a good crumb. It's going to be something a little more tasty. Um, I had been getting the messages. Yeah but not getting the messages. I was working 20 out of 24 hours a day. The only way I was sleeping is taking Ambien, sleeping for four hours, up and working full speed again, flying to Sacramento, going all over the state, doing everything I could to have brought together the millions of people I did Mm -hmm. into what was the most incredible legacy anybody could leave, Mm -hmm. the team that built that. And it was a place for people to do what they love. Mm -hmm. That had become my job. Mm -hmm. That had become my purpose, my passion, Mm -hmm. because I do believe we all get lots of purposes Mm -hmm. and lots of passions in life. And when we pursue them and we get all in, we will give it 120%. -hmm. I was driving only on my spiritual energy. Mm Because the physical part of me, when they took me out, should have been dead, according to doctors. Mm. The mental part of me, looking back, of course, Mm -hmm. we can connect the dots. I was like not all there. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. The level of stress and panic I was operating under, the emotional state I was in, because my physical, emotional, and mental energy were gone was unreal that it could carry me past that. During the same time, I had tons of injuries and I've had injuries all my life Mm. that I still shouldn't be able to walk and I surf almost every day. So we have the energy inside us that can carry us through anything, even past a point of reasonableness Mm -hmm. and sanity to make us keep going. And at that point, I had my passion taken away from me. I realized I didn't have a life. Hmm. Like I didn't spend time with people. Mm -hmm. I didn't do the things that were important anymore because I was so dedicated to that. Mm -hmm. I had no idea, nor would anybody tell me why this happened. Guys ever get that? Like, Oh, the pandemic happened. Wouldn't it be nice to know why? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why's are not up to us, but that was, that was a hard one for me to take. Like, why did it happen? And then I found out because one of my cousins called me, they had told everybody else who knew me, if you speak to her, you will lose your job too. Wow. So everybody, my team, I had managers under me, Wow. a large staff. If they had spoke to me, their whole livelihood was in jeopardy. Wow. So, but on the news were all sorts of things 
alleging what I had done, which totally wasn't true. Mm -hmm. But it was a way of discrediting me so that they could get me out of there. Yeah. For the year after that, I fought that it had occurred. Wow. And when we're fighting, what I see in hindsight now was I was afraid for that those millions of people that everything that I had darn near killed myself to do would be lost. Hmm. And now what I know is I did not trust something that I now know is true for every human being, every one of you listening to this. Mm-hmm. You have everything you need mm-hmm. already inside, yes. including infinite potential, mm-hmm. infinite wisdom, mm-hmm. infinite creativity. And you get what you need in the moment. Mm-hmm. Not yes. a moment before, but I didn't trust that the people left behind would get what they needed. I wasn't mm-hmm. willing to let go of it, not looking like I thought it should look. Now, yeah. I call it God, the universe, energy, yeah. whatever you choose to call it, it is in control. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which means we don't need to be. Yeah. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> Who wants to be responsible for the sun rising yeah. and setting? Because <laughs> you guys, during COVID many times, I would look at the sunrise and the sunset and go, Okay, we're still all right. Because <laughs> uh, I had those things you guys did too. That fear of what is life going to look like? Yeah. And that was the same fear I had at that point. Wow. That's an incredible story. So here you are in this state that, um, and you realize some of your fears and you begin to uh, look at them. How did you now begin to move from this place to begin to take your first step where you are now looking at uh, the path that you wanted to create? How did that look in that space where you were of uh, pain? And then how did you begin to start moving? In that space, it looked totally impossible. Hmm farthest thing from my reach was, will I even survive? Mm. And I had been someone who had thrived and played in impossible my whole life. Yeah. If somebody said I couldn't do it, I just didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well <laughs> until that point. Yeah. Even, even with doctors saying, you're not going to be able to walk again. I'd be like, okay, that's your opinion. Let me see what I can do. Yeah. And like, So I didn't believe anything was impossible, Mm. but that felt, have have you can, you, I know you have, Mm -hmm. you have those times where the first year it definitely was impossible because every time I tried to take a step, I had the weight of the whole damn world on me Mm -hmm. going, oh, but if I don't, you know, I mean, I grew up in the era of if it's to be, it's up to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it can't do it all yourself. Yeah. I knew I wasn't doing it myself. I knew I was doing it with a force greater than me. Yes. I knew that. What I wouldn't do is ask for help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. I mean, it was a pretty recent thing that popped in my head one day of, you know what? We don't get what we want because we don't ask. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, that's one of the principles out there. Ask and it shall be given. <laughs> yeah, ask. And, and, you know, even if it's a no, yeah. at least you have a chance. Yeah. There's no chance when we don't ask. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing. I find that in all my clients, men, women across the board, yeah. asking for help yeah. is like, it's like we feel like we're losing a badge of honor. Like, I don't want to be weak. Like yes. That. Yes. It's not weak. It's how we work best. You said yourself, Ken, mm-hmm. we're an interwoven thread mm-hmm. of this energy. Yes. Yes. And it's so interwoven, but when we try to approach it from separate entities, yes, separate, Oh wait, no, you're not, you're not part of me. You're mm-hmm. not like me. What do you mean? Like, yeah. no, 
are. So yeah. since we're so connected in that deeper realm, mm-hmm. we can be just as connected as human beings. Yes. We are in, I tell people, we are energy in bodies. And mm-hmm. uh, the power that is uh, within that body is the power to create. And you and I, and I tell people, we are creators, but we limit ourselves because we don't believe ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. Uh, we see ourselves in this smallness and um, it keeps us uh, bottled neck, keep us in the, under control. And I think our life and the life desire of this energy that is in us is to burst out and come out and create newness within our life. And here you are sitting in that situation. And the fact that you are here on this podcast with me discussing this, that tells us that you came out. So how did you begin to come out? I actually started by, I was afraid to go outside, but I had a dog. I mean, literally, I was afraid to go outside. I didn't Uh put it past the notion that they would kill me. Wow. I I was that freaked out. And what we think is real. Mm -hmm. When I first started, okay, I'm going to go outside my condo to walk the dog. Mm. Have you ever seen anybody walking when they're going? Where, which way are they coming from? Like, where are they going? That is so real because we're thinking it is real. And what we think is real is real. real. That creates our reality. It is real. Mm -hmm. And everything I had known about not paying attention to my thoughts, I still didn't realize I was having that thinking. Mm -hmm. So it was real. Yes. When I would come back in, I actually found Mm -hmm. on TV, Super Soul Sunday by Oprah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I watched Oprah. Mm -hmm. And that, honestly, like that kept me going. I would look at that. I'd be like, okay, I can do this. this. And it was one step Mm -hmm. at a time, one foot in front of the other. And the whole first year as I fought, what occurred as I felt like it was up to me to get back in there and fix this. Mm -hmm. It was up to me to go fight these people. I was showing up from that energy of fight and I wasn't willing to surrender Mm -hmm. to whatever the energy had planned next. Not for me. Like I really didn't care. None of it was ever about me. Mm -hmm. It was about what I was creating with a team of people that served millions. Yeah. Yeah. And, my inability to let go kept me in the fight, yeah. kept me from healing. After the first year, at one point, I was able to let go. Mm. I just went, you know what? I'm killing myself more mm-hmm. by staying in this place. Yeah. I have to do something different. So I started taking care of my physical energy. Mm-hmm. I would walk more. Yeah. I mm-hmm. ventured out. I started eating better. Mm-hmm. I was trying to sleep, but Shoot, you can't sleep when you have all that activity still in your head. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Luckily, I had gotten into Bikram yoga because I tried meditation. Mm -hmm. And in the place of a busy mind, Mm -hmm. we can still hear wisdom. I did my whole life. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, and it doesn't matter. I know it's loud. Yeah. But when your mind is on the path, when you're stressed and panicked Mm -hmm. and feeling hopeless, Mm -hmm. Your mind is, you're not going to be able to stop that busyness and meditate. But I'd gotten into Bikram and I loved Bikram Mm -hmm. because it was so hot and miserable (laughs) that. (laughs) So I would go to Bikram every day, sweat, want to throw up, get to a place where I was like, wow, okay. Because I couldn't think. Yeah. I couldn't think anymore. And that helped me clear my mind. Mm-hmm. And I still to this day tell people, do whatever serves you. Yes. Because the other thing I did, I got back in the ocean. Yeah. I started surfing. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, the ocean, nature, hiking, yes. anything outdoors mm-hmm. is a space where you are not only that energy inside you, mm-hmm. but you feel it yes. in every form of life. I, I had felt it in the ocean before. I hadn't yes. surfed for nine years because mm-hmm. I was such a workaholic. Mm-hmm. and 
touching a plant. If you go outside and touch a plant for five seconds, you will feel that energy. Mm-hmm. So surrounding yourself in energy that makes you feel good. Because yes. people are like, well, is that something I should do? And I said, you should do what feels good and serves you. Yep. Not not what anybody else tells you. Try everything for you. Yeah. Because we all have our own path, like, yeah. we, like we discussed earlier. So I had gotten physical energy back. Mm-hmm. The emotional took longer. I also asked for help. Yeah. I went to counseling. I started volunteering, teaching leadership and life skills to kids through golf. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing that 40 hours a week as a volunteer mm-hmm. over the next couple of years, which really helped me take the focus off of me mm-hmm. and allow that type of service to go through me. Yes. It gave me a purpose. I love that what you said. It's um, you, you talked about when you tried meditation and I tell people this, that some people uh, can sit down in a room and meditate. But Kathy, you were meditating when you were underwater. It's absolutely place of uh, that place is a place of peace is a place, a place I tell people, it's a place where you acquire wisdom. It's a place where you acquire your strength. It's a place uh, that uh, every one of us need to, to go. As you had mentioned, some people meditate while they're there. You, know, you could touch a plant and that five minutes that you're in your garden, you're meditating. Some people is walking and you're meditating. Some people, it's music. And so I tell them, like you said, it is so many different ways that we can meditate. But most people try to focus on the classic way and not understand that all these others (laughs) are are part of your meditation. When you are doing your yoga, trust me, you were there. It was a part of meditation as well. When you're sweating and coming down. And so we ought to be in this place. And you, you've mentioned one of the beginnings of your, uh, uh, what I call the path of enlightenment. And that is to surrender. That is such right. a, um, uh, it's the start because once you, you, you come to that place, you realize, okay, uh, uh-uh, you know, and you drop your guard, you drop all of your preconceived ideas, you drop everything and you just become limp and you have your, 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 uh, you have God or whoever you call upon now begin to reach down and slowly hug you. And you look into this situation and you go, I can do this. And then you begin to step out from where you were. You stepped out from your fear. The next step, is once you surrender and you begin to step out, you now went to to kids, to people that places that there's no expectation. Uh, this you want to do is just to give. And you talk about volunteering and you begin to now uh, open yourself to newness. So you have started the process. I just love you. You're laying it out right there. And uh, my hope is that <laughs> as people listen to you, you're laying out now the process that you you implemented in order to come from this. I mean, many of us will never be to that degree, but the same thing, the same, uh, we will feel it the same way because everything is relative. So some other person may not be able to go through what you went through. But whatever they're in, Kathy, is, is, is they may feel just the same as you, uh, crippled and all the other things it, mentally. But the process by which you move from that space to where you are today is you need to surrender. You need to begin to take that first step. You need to find your place of meditation, whatever that is. It could be running. As you run and walk, you meditate. Uh, those are states right. that we put ourselves in, in order for our, we quiet everything and our mind now begin to um, repair the road that we have caused in our brain. And we now create new path by changing our perspective. And I know as you began to change your perspective from where you were, uh, things began to unravel. Talk to us about some of those things as you began to change that. 
how the blessings start to uh, come in after you begin to change your mindset. Okay. And just to just to clarify on the um, the meditation, because I have a little bit different view that I'm, I'm sure it's the same view you do, but we, we just word it a little different. Yeah. And just for everybody listening, there's no, you don't need to seek a state of meditation. <laughs> you can live in a state of meditation. Yes. I live way more yes. in a state of meditation now. Yes, me too. But yes, when we're trying to make ourselves see something that we're just kind of in our way of seeing mm-hmm. because we're in the smaller mind, not the deeper mind at the time, mm-hmm. then we realize, oh, if I allow those thoughts to go, because like you said, the first path out of everything is letting go. Yes. And I have gone through many, many, I go through letting go pretty much every, every day. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all do where anytime we try to control something we don't control, or we show up with old meanings, old stories mm-hmm. about another person. Yeah. It's not going to go as if we show up fresh and new because mm-hmm. we got to show up. I have a one-year-old granddaughter now. It's my, my first granddaughter. Congrats. And I have gotten <laughs> time with her. I watch her several days a week. It's so beautiful to be with an unconditioned soul yeah. and see that space that you go, yeah, we were born like that. Yeah. Like, we were born to go, oh, I fell down. Let me get back mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And we can all access that state of meditation. But whatever you do that you feel like time passes and you don't know, do more of that. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. do more of those things. Because they remind you. When I got back in the water and surfed, mm-hmm. it reminded me that, oh, yeah, like I always have access mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. I just lost it on yes. the way. So letting go of what you don't control. And truly what I've found, and, and I'm, I'm going to not have a solid answer here, but what I work with people on from the place I was then, mm-hmm. I started getting into doing more. I, of course, listen to lots of podcasts. I watch things on TV. Mm-hmm. I expanded past Oprah into other things. Mm-hmm. And I was working on myself. Mm-hmm. And at one point when I got into studying mind consciousness and thought with a coach of mine called Michael Neal, mm-hmm. I realized I went, wow, like this whole thought thing, I started to see my thoughts, which I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And then I went into thought management <laughs> and yes. I was trying to control that. And at one point we said something like, yeah, trying to control your thoughts. Well, the two things that we have a choice over mm-hmm. when we focus on what we control, because once you focus on it, then you know what to let go of. Yes. The two places we have a choice is the thought we focus on mm-hmm. and the action we're going to take. Mm-hmm. That's it. And yes. there's times I question that if yeah. I really have control <laughs> over that action. I do have control over the action. I just don't want to have any control over the outcome because yes. we don't know where things are going. Yes. But when we can step back and let go and then we go, oh, And to look at our thoughts, because most of us don't see our thoughts, Mm -hmm. our feelings actually come from a thought. Mm -hmm. We think that our feelings create the thoughts. Mm -hmm. For example, think of this, you guys, you're driving down the street, someone swerves and almost cuts you off on your way to work and you get upset with them Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. go, what the heck (laughs) were they doing? And you drive on to work and guess what? You go into work. And you are not showing up in a good mood. Yeah. (laughs) And somehow everything goes bad and you go, dang it. If that guy hadn't cut me off, I wouldn't be having these problems at work. (laughs) Things would have gone smooth. Then you go home and you're still angry about it. (laughs) Now that feeling of anger has stayed in you all All day. day. (laughs) You're feeding it by going, why am I still angry? Yeah. And let me see what is going on. Why am I doing? But we're feeding it. Yeah. Now think of the scenario this way. The guy drives by, you just show up kind of fresh and new and don't have any thought about it. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, must be in a hurry. Yeah. Is it true? You don't know. You don't know which is true. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you your experience, if you allow focusing on that thought instead, will be much better. Because you're going to go to work and think, yeah, poor guy. I hope he got to the hospital wherever he was going. Mm Mm-hmm. And your day is smooth. You're much yeah. more at peace. And the feeling isn't there. Yeah. 
So if you look at a feeling, if you feel a certain way, lots of my clients, and I did too, have a lot of anxiety about stuff. Yeah. Even the pandemic, it happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, yeah. yeah. should I be going out and panicking about toilet paper? <laughs> I mean, because it sure caught fire quickly. And I'm going, these people I went out and looked and I went, yeah, they're in real fear yeah. of toilet paper. Yeah. Was it true? You know, who knows? Yeah. But did it matter? You don't make good decisions when you show up in a store and you're pushing, people are shoving carts at each other and you're going, well, it's yeah. bad. Uh-huh. It doesn't work well. Yeah. Otherwise you step back and go, okay, wait a minute. I'm going to go when it's not crowded. I'll pick up a few just in case and mm-hmm. it'll be happy. Yeah. We know what to do in a much better space. But when we get those feelings and we do nothing other than go, you know what? I must be having some thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Let me switch my focus. Presence mm-hmm. is key. Yes. Get present on what's in front of you. Sometimes what's in front of me is a cup of coffee. Yeah. And if I get present with drinking my coffee, within two to three minutes, the feeling has passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm no longer in fear, but I did nothing yeah. because we can't control the thoughts that flow through. Mm-hmm. Sometimes spend a minute with yourself if you're watching this. Yeah. Try to just jot down every thought that comes in your mind. You're going to look at it like I do when I track it for a minute and I mm-hmm. go, "Whoa, I'm all over the board." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> where's that coming from? I don't need to know where it comes from. Yeah. It comes not doesn't come from me. They don't belong to me. Yes. And I don't want to put any energy into trying to fix them, change them, alter them. I just want to let them go let and them flow, go. Mm-hmm. knowing they'll be replaced. So I can experience anxiety. I can experience a depression. You know, sometimes it might go in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might take it a couple of days. Yeah. But when I start to see it now, after years of practicing it and noticing and just allowing over and over that, oh, I don't have to control it. That's mm-hmm. a really hard thing for somebody who lived as a control freak their yes. whole life. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about I it. Don't have to <laughs> it. I don't have to control my kids. I don't have to control. I mean, it's endless when we let go and we go, wow, yeah. stuff goes so much better. So letting go is key. Yes. Being aware that it's only your thoughts mm-hmm. is going to help you to go, oh, that's how we work as human beings. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of, when I feel crappy, I'm having a lot of crappy thoughts. Yeah. That's okay. Let me focus on what's mm-hmm. Bring my attention back here instead of on that, and then it will pass. Yes. And I mentioned earlier, sometimes it's good for us. This is a technique that I use with clients to think about it like a theater. We're in the theater and we're the projector, our mind. Mm -hmm. It's the projector, it's what we see. So if you can take yourself, go up to the cheap seats. Get yourself some popcorn. I have clients send me videos. I'll be like, look, I took popcorn into the meeting today. I watched myself start to pick fights with people and I didn't do it. I mean, that's awesome. Oh, that is great. So yourself and just go, oh, <laughs> kind of laugh at the humanness of it because we got to embrace ourselves as humans too. We're pretty funny. Yes. Like, oh, we'll, we'll send ourselves down the rabbit hole and keep going. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Let me watch it from the cheap seats. Mm-hmm. And then I can go, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what was going on. It's all okay. Yeah. I can experience any feeling. I mean, if we were okay experiencing any feeling, imagine what that could do for us yeah. to free us up to have the space where we do access that deeper mind. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're listening to you mentioned that we're all creators. Mm-hmm. We are made to create, you guys. The, the God cannot create something of form. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. Like we created this mug. Yes. We took infinite energy and created a mug. Yeah. We can keep creating and we love to create. Once sometimes people tell me, well, why do you do what you do? I say, well, because you know, I like to have money just to create cool shit to put out that people yes. enjoy. Yeah, that's like, it. <laughs> it's so fun doing it. Um, so the second thing that I did was I started searching for my purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, like I mentioned, since then I know to really be making yourself search for something, yes. thinking you're going to find it, whether it's enlightenment or what can I create next or your purpose. Mm-hmm. When you're searching, 
you're in your smaller self mind. Yes. So everything you know about how to do things comes back mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to make a plan. I have to control every step. I got to make sure the result occurs. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't search. I kept searching. And then since I say all the time, God has a good sense of humor with me yeah. and make sure I get the message. <laughs> I was out surfing one day and I took off on this wave and then bam, I felt a huge slam to my head. Hmm. When I came to, I was swallowing water. Wow. I looked up at my board. I could see it. And I went, oh, I'm getting farther and farther from it. I got to reach it. Yeah. So I tried to lift up my arm. Nope. Nothing would move. Then I had a conversation. I said, really, God? Hmm. After everything I've been through to get here, like I was sure you had more plans for me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there was something more for me to do while I'm here. (laughs) And did what we both said today. I surrendered. I went, okay, this wasn't what I saw coming, (laughs) but yeah, all right. As soon as I surrendered, I felt this force lifting me by the back of the neck, Mm -hmm. pulled me and laid me across the board. Wow. Wow. I was sure it was my mom. Mm -hmm. She wasn't with us here then, Mm. but doesn't matter where we are, physically present or not, we're still here. Yeah. By the time my friend found me, I was surfing with one other person, got me to shore. First words out of my mouth were, I got to figure out why the hell I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) there's something going on so a few days later i went to one of my son's friends wedding because all my kids friends were like kids to me Mm -hmm. and he comes up to me and he says kathy why aren't you coaching people like you ought to be a coach really my parents that are your they sit on the couch They don't do anything with their life and you're doing all these things now. And they would feel so much better if they did that. You inspired all of us. That's why we are all where we are. Wow. And I went, that's it. Mm. I've been coaching my whole life. I can help other people not have to go through what I've been through. Wow. I can help them to feel better. I always help people have fun Mm -hmm. and love life no matter what we were dealing with. Yeah. And so I went home, looked on the internet. I found a place to go to health coach training that jumped out at me uh-huh. and I signed up. So I started learning to become a coach. Mm-hmm. I went back to school. I went to graduate school. I got all sorts of certifications because you didn't go out and do something before you knew how, Yes. which now I know, oh, you don't need all the pieces of paper to know what you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It was all part of the journey. And I have had my own personal coaches. Of, I have four right now yeah. ever since to help me see what I don't see and talk about asking for help in a big way. Mm-hmm. I became a coach because I wanted to help others. Yeah. And what I found on the journey was that it helped me not only to find another purpose in my life, mm-hmm. but it helped me to become more of me. Wow. That's a powerful story. It is my hope that the people that are listening uh, grab hold of what Katie is talking about. Katie, I mean, I'm trying to break it down as to all of that stuff that you just put together. And uh, there's so much, the letting go, the uh, um, you're talking about finding your purpose. And I said, I tell um, others to find your purpose, make you purposeful. It's like uh, the rudder in a ship. In a ship, it gives it direction. If you don't know your purpose, you are not uh, being guided. Uh, you're just drifting along. And I use, I always use that uh, analogy of the boat. If it doesn't have that rudder, it's just moving with the wind. You talk about finding your purpose. You talk about uh, gaining and acquiring and becoming a student of yourself. You talk about uh, um, still living in the present. You have to be there. You talk about your thoughts, uh, how you, uh, once you learn how uh, to navigate with your thoughts, that you then become a better person making the uh, decisions as to uh, what you want and so forth. As you mentioned, the outcome and how it comes about. 
we have no control about it. But the direction that uh, you may want to go, you could start in that direction. And sometimes, as you and I were talking earlier, life just comes in and says, hello, and (laughs) creates, um, you may understand this one, create another wave that can take you under. And then you have to have that divine interference that comes in and grabs you by the neck and pull you out and toss <laughs> you on, on, the, on that board of life. And, and then uh, you, again, causes you to ask the question, what's my purpose? And so you guys need to listen to what she's saying because it's, it has so much in it that uh, you can grab and take this and move your life from the space that you are to the next level. We are creators. We will always want to create. And I tell people, once we move from that and we begin to become more enlightened in in who we are, the next step that we usually find ourselves in is that to become a servant and one to give and wanting to, your reward becomes the smile on someone's face when they come and tell you this story. Guess what? I was in this direction. You, you, uh, I grabbed some things from you or I listened to you. I am here now. Uh, the ecstasy that someone like yourself, when someone comes to you and begins to talk to you, tell us about the ecstasy that you get when you hear that someone take uh, your life lesson and now change their life. Oh, it's, it's like the best feeling in the world. Isn't it? I love helping people wake up to life. Best drug in the world. <laughs> it, is, it is just the best. And it's not me. Yeah. It's going through me. And I never, the approach that I take with people is not one of, let me show you how I did it. And yeah. you do it that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I, I point you in a direction. Yes. I teach you how to navigate. And I want to teach you guys something about that right now is there's a game that you can play every day Mm. because not knowing your purpose, that's okay too, Mm -hmm. because our purpose is to be here and be present. Mm -hmm. That's all. Like our number one purpose is be here, be present. Mm -hmm. And, and I add play full out. And that means just play life full out. I mean, enjoy it, do what you have to do. And some of the playing full out isn't going to be fun, Mm -hmm. but It's very basic. It's one, show up. Mm -hmm. And when you show up, play this game every day. It's called warmer, colder. Mm -hmm. Say that you think, well, maybe my purpose is to go work for this company. Mm -hmm. Okay. Point yourself that way. Take one step. What's the first step that would come to mind? Oh, let me call and see if they're hiring. Mm -hmm. You make a call. The answer is going to steer you warmer, colder. Mm -hmm. Do I take another step or do I go, "Mm, not that one. Yeah. And our path becomes warmer, colder. Mm -hmm. Take one step. The way I did it, I did not do it all at once. I did not try to control the outcome. Mm -hmm. All we have to do is show up each day. If something seems like you notice it, like I noticed my son's friends saying, Wow, wouldn't it be neat? Those things are out there. Those signs Signs, are out there for us every day. Mm -hmm. When we're present and we hear them, pursue them. Yes. Just one step. Mm -hmm. Not more, not less, because I have pursued some long ways and then gone, wow, that wasn't wasn't it. it. What did I miss? (laughs) Then I go, well, I really didn't miss anything. It was just part of the journey. Because it helps us learn to listen to our wisdom. Mm -hmm. And as I said before, our wisdom in the moment is much louder than you would imagine. It's much quicker than you would imagine. I happen to have spent 37 years of my career. I was a peace officer. Mm -hmm. So I was dealing with life and death law enforcement all the time. When you show up for that, you do not take time to logically figure it out. Mm -hmm. You respond to what you see in the moment. And not many people would think this is how it occurs, but I know this is how it occurs and it doesn't. And it turns out the best case scenario is it occurs and you respond. Mm -hmm. 
you don't come from a place of reacting. There's a difference. We can feel our reacting. And when we react to something, we show up in fight because our head is going crazy. Mm -hmm. When we respond, show up in love, we take what we see and we take an action. So plain, warm or colder, notice those feelings that you get. Like if you're in a buffet line where you're picking out food Mm -hmm. and you go, I'm going to try some of that. And you taste it Mm -hmm. and you go, ew, like (laughs) I didn't like it. Are you going to eat the rest? (laughs) Or are you going to try something else (laughs) on your plate and go, I think I want more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that easy where look at something. And I want to encourage you because one of the things I do with my clients is kind of the path of what I took was it felt impossible to get out of that. Mm -hmm. And looking back and connecting the dots, it too wasn't impossible. I don't think there is an impossible. But I think it's really helpful when people will come to me and say, I want to have this. I always have them set something they think they can't do. Mm -hmm. Because if you're out there trying to pursue your passion and you think it's something you can do, like, well, I want to go work here. I'm going to have this many hours. I'm going to do this. You are going to work really hard Mm -hmm. at making yourself do it. Mm -hmm. And you're only going to be using yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you can do it, you don't have as much on it because you go, well, that's impossible. I'll just yeah. keep taking a step. Yep. Mm-hmm. And those are the times because I tell you, God's sitting up there and he goes, well, look at you going on your own. You don't need me. You go for it. <laughs> <laughs> or goes, oh, awesome. We're moving this direction and I'm in. I get to play. Yeah. Let me move this into your life now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. You know, is it true? I don't know, but I think so, yeah. what I've seen. What do you think about that? I actually believe uh, exactly how you think with this situation. I absolutely do. I wanted to thank you, Kathy, for coming by because this has been, if people know the behind the story about this, they would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to thank you so much for coming in so that I can live. And uh, um, once, uh, <laughs> thank you for giving me the chance to live because, like I said, I was, I was threatened. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for coming by and spending such precious time with us here, introducing yourself to the family of Threads of Enlightenment. I wanted to extend my gratitude to your uh, for your energy, your wisdom, your caring, your heart, all that is you. I thank you from the bottom of mine. I will continue to um, stay in touch with you because I, I just love this the whole thing, how this manifested. And uh, I'm going to talk to my grandkids about this one. But um, thank you so much for coming and being a part of the Threads of Enlightenment family. Thank you so much, Kat. Thank you, Ken. It was a pleasure and an honor. And all of you guys out there, you are doing amazing. Thank You're you. still here. Yes. And in today's world, you know, that is fabulous. Go with that. Life will life, as, as Ken referred to. <laughs> life was lifing us before this occurred. And yeah. so what did we do? We went with the flow. Yes. Just going with the flow doesn't mean... You don't do anything and you don't do your part, Yeah. but you only do your part. And I would like to end with something. It's kind of a surfing analogy, but think about this. You guys have seen an ocean. You see waves. Mm-hmm. When I go out to surf, I don't fight and argue with the waves when I'm going out. Mm-hmm. try to control them. Yeah. I paddle out there. A wave comes and somehow I just know, okay, I'm going to take this one. Yes. I have to paddle a couple of times mm-hmm. and then I find myself on the wave. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing the heavy lifting anymore. Yeah. I'm riding the way. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to throw me off. We mm-hmm. got thrown off with this conversation today before we started. <laughs> Sometimes life will lie and it's going to dump me. Yeah. But other times it's going to take me. I don't know where it's going to take me. Yeah. And along the way, I'm going to need to do a little more, as Ken would say, the rudder on yes. a boat. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying paddle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to use my paddle a little bit, mm-hmm. but mostly life is then going to do the lifting for you. Yes. 
And nobody, nobody is left out of that equation. You yes. guys, we're all in this together. All in it. We yeah. are all part of it. I love you all. I so appreciate you. And can you and your family Thank you. are riding great waves and will continue to do so. I'm so honored to be out there in the boat with you. Thank you so much. And I am honored as well. everyone who's listening to this broadcast. We hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you, but always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Everyone who's listening to this broadcast, we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you, but always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.